You're listening to a bonus episode of She Time Podcast with Alexandra Sampson. Hi, guys. Welcome to She Time. I'm your host, Alexandra Sampson. Wife, mother, attorney, self-care advocate, and founder of the She First Project. Every Wednesday, I talk with experts, influencers, and everyday women about self-care perspectives and insights. Today, we're doing something slightly different. In lieu of a guest, I'm actually doing a bonus episode of She Time to talk about what I believe is a much-needed topic, self-care during the holiday season. We're entering the most wonderful time of the year, the holiday season, and in fact, this episode is airing the day before Thanksgiving. So if you're tuning in around Turkey Day, happy Thanksgiving to you. You know, this time of year is one of my favorites because it's typically when things slow down a bit at work. You know, I spend a larger quantity of quality time with family and friends. And I just find that the end of the year presents a great opportunity to reflect and become excited about new beginnings. However, I've also experienced, and perhaps you can relate, that the holiday season can be quite stressful. Trying to find the perfect gift for loved ones, planning that holiday menu, attending an increased number of social events, and juggling all of that with whatever else you would normally have in your schedule can become quite overwhelming. It's no wonder that a number of studies have shown that stress and anxiety levels go up during this time of year. But we want the most wonderful time of year to be just that, wonderful. So today I'm offering five tips or ways to practice self-care during the holiday season. Now, before we get into the tips, I have to pause to talk about what I'm sipping on. If you're new to She Time, every week I kick off the episode by mentioning what I'm sipping on. I ask my guests, what are they sipping on? And I encourage all of our listeners to have a beverage in hand. The beverage is really just a symbol of you and me enjoying a little me time and um, it's a way for us to all feel and be united as we tune into the episode so today I am having a glass of red wine it's my way of kicking off this long holiday weekend you know getting ready to settle in to some really great quality time with family and friends and I hope you have a beverage in hand if not hit pause grab a beverage of your choice in a notepad while you're at it Come back and let's settle in for today's episode. All right, let's get right into it. So my first tip for practicing self-care during the holiday season is to maintain your current self-care practices. And I start there with the first tip because a lot of times the holidays can be very busy. There's an increased amount of things on our plates And as a result of that, sometimes we let go of the things that we might normally do to take care of ourselves. In particular, one of the things that comes to mind and that applies to me is morning routines. Um, I have developed a morning routine that I, I would say I'm probably constantly refining, but I have a morning routine that I engage in um, almost every day, certainly every weekday, um, that helps me to really just start my day in a way that really allows me to be energized and prepared for the day ahead. For me, that morning routine typically includes spending time reading my Bible or a devotional, having a cup of coffee, and working out, exercising. And I try to maintain that that 
that routine as much as possible. Um, a lot of times when we get busy, the first thing to go is whatever routine we've established in the mornings. And I know for me, that typically happens if I have a earlier day than usual at work or um, some things on the agenda, maybe it's been a long day the day before. And so I had a long evening. I sleep in a little bit and that routine, you know, goes away a little bit. And the same thing can happen during the holiday season where we either have, you know, additional family in town, we're entertaining more, or for whatever reason, we cannot engage in the things that we might normally engage in. And I would encourage you as a first tip for practicing self-care during the holiday season is to not let go of your routines, whether it's a morning routine, maybe an evening routine, it may be just something that you do during the day. Try to maintain that, that as much as possible. Now, of course, we have to also be flexible. And so if you're in a situation where you cannot maintain your routine, you know, to the T, exactly the way you would normally practice it, that's fine. Have grace with yourself and try to maintain some semblance of it. And so for me, for example, when I travel to visit family, which is a part of what we will do during this Thanksgiving break, I you know, typically find myself in a position where I don't have access to the same exercise equipment that I would when I'm in my home city. Or I may not be able to have as much time to practice my morning routine as, as I would. And so I just try to keep some semblance of it. Another thing is that my mom, who's, who we usually visit when um, during the holiday season, she is not a coffee drinker. So I do not have that cup of coffee early in the morning, typically the way I would at home. But I still try to keep some semblance of those things, whether it's, you know, still making some time to have a brief devotional before, you know, gathering with the rest of the family. Or it may just be uh, going out for a quick cup of coffee. Um, or it may be taking time to do a quick run if I'm not able to, you know, lift weights or do some of the more high intensity exercises that I would like to do. But I think, you know, certainly as you listen to this episode and if you're taking notes, think about some of the things that you do daily that really help you to nourish yourself and think about how you can continue to practice those during the holiday season. Don't, 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 please don't. <laughs> I can't emphasize this enough. Don't let go of those things that really help you to be at your best. Um, because if you let them go, you will find that you are not able to be your best for the people that you will be entertaining this holiday season. We don't want Grinches, so, <laughs> um, which can happen if we're not getting the time to really take care of ourselves the way we want to. So that's number one, don't abandon your daily self-care practices. Number two, Take financial care. Take good care of yourself from a financial perspective. During this time of year, there's a lot of pressure to, to give, um, whether it's to give gifts to family members, whether it's to give from a community service or volunteer perspective or donations, things of that nature. And it can be tempting to overspend or spend outside of the budget that you have set for yourself. I thought it was interesting. There's a recent survey done by Bankrate, and it noted that 45% of Americans feel pressure to overspend during the holidays. And I think this is something that is unfortunate, and we all experience that pressure. And I think it comes from a good place. We want to show the people around us that we love them, that we are thinking of them, that they are important to us. And so a lot of times the way we do that is by giving them gifts 
And sometimes that perfect gift that you have in mind for that loved one is just outside of the budget you have set for your holiday spending. So I would recommend a few things here. One, if you do not have a holiday spending budget, take some time to do that. You know, do it quickly before the Black Friday sales become too tempting or, um, you know, some of the other pressures arise. But take some time to sit down and really think about the people that you want to give to this holiday season maybe the causes you wanna to give to this holiday season and how much you can actually give that's within your budget that will allow you to feel comfortable at the end of the season. So that's, that's kind of tip number one there. And two, think of non-traditional and unique ways to show those around you that you care about them. A lot of times um, we feel the pressure to give gifts uh, that have a financial amount or value tied to them when oftentimes we can show those around us that we care about them and that we're thinking about them in non-financial ways or ways that are, are not overly burdensome from a financial standpoint. So think creatively about things that you can do or give or even make that might allow you to spend less or not or not have to spend at all um, in showing those around you that, you that you love and that you care about them. Okay, number three, just say no. I'm going to say that one again because that's an important one. Just say no. As women, it is so difficult for us to say no at times. And the holiday season creates or adds additional pressure to not say no. You don't want to turn anyone down during the holidays. It just feels wrong. It just doesn't feel right. But say no. Now, I'm not necessarily saying any requests that you receive, you know, for the rest of the year, to give an automatic no. Uh, what I'm really saying here is to spend some time thinking about the things that you want to prioritize this holiday season, to think about your values, the things that are really important to you and that may be important to you over the holidays, and then make sure that the things that you agree to align with those things. You know, a lot of times we haven't yet defined our values and our priorities and so when we are, when we receive requests to participate in things or to do things, we give that automatic yes without first thinking about, does this event, does this uh, item, does this task, whatever it might be, align with uh, the things that I value and I prioritize at this point in time, you know, in my life or as we're talking about now, you know, during this season. Once you've done that, you know, if you're still feeling a little squeamish about saying no to those who come to you with requests that you determine are outside of your values or your priorities, you know, don't give an automatic no right away. It's okay. And I think this has been helpful to me as I've learned to say no more um, because I, that is something that I still struggle with is, is I don't want to say no to people because I, I want everyone to be pleased and, and happy and to be satisfied and you know so I also struggle with saying no and I found that instead of saying no right away to instead respond with you know something along the lines of okay you know that sounds really interesting can I get back to you or um, let me check my calendar I find that instead of just giving a no but giving yourself some space and some time to evaluate the request and then give a thoughtful response is oftentimes what's needed. And sometimes that will 
lead to a no. Um, but I think we feel better about giving the no then because we've actually sat down or we've actually given some thought to whether this request can be fulfilled right now without you kind of overextending or overexerting or not taking care of yourself. We're going to feel better about the no. And then sometimes it's, it ends up being a yes because you've, you've looked at the calendar, there's room for this thing, or you've thought about some ways you can do it. Sometimes it also comes with you can find another way to help someone reach a solution. So if someone has asked you for something, you know, maybe it's not a no, but maybe it's not a yes. Maybe you can partially fulfill what they've asked of you. And so, um, but I do want to encourage you to say no. Um, recently, the She First Project hosted our quarterly articles club. Um, this fourth quarter discussion was on confidence. And our speaker, Carol Sankar, said something that I've heard another in other places, but I thought it was just really timely that she mentioned it. And she said, no is a complete sentence. And I think sometimes as women, we feel obligated to not only say no, but we need to explain to, you know, to whoever it is why we can't do it. And I encourage you to also practice during this holiday season saying no and letting that be it. It's okay. And, um, and, you, and you're not a bad holiday person. You are not the Grinch for saying no um, for requests that you, you just can't accommodate at the time. Number four, don't stuff your feelings. The holidays can bring about a wide range of emotions for so many people. You know, it can be a high of just kind of the thrill of the season and the the excitement that comes from being with family. And then for, for so many, it can also be sadness, sadness about the, you know, reflection of the loss of a loved one. Or it can be a feeling of emotional just stress or strain or even anxiety because perhaps there's family members that you don't really get along with that well and you've got to spend some time with them. I mean, there's so many emotions that can arise during this time of year. And for so many people, the temptation or the default is to stuff those feelings down. And we rationalize it by saying, hey, this is not the time. This is not the place. Um, this is the time of year where I'm supposed to be happy. And we rationalize how we should feel. And so we suppress our actual feelings. And so I want to encourage you to really experience your emotions this holiday season. Don't stuff them down, but really pay attention to how you are feeling in particular moments. Name the emotion. Is it sadness? Is it anger or what have you? And really think about how to start to deal with those emotions and where they're coming from. Now, I'm not saying that you necessarily need to address them in a moment that, you know, doesn't feel appropriate or opportune. But what I am encouraging you to do is to not let that emotion go unaddressed. And a lot of times we bury those emotions and we stuff them down and we don't ever bring them back up to the surface. And so if you have a therapist or a professional that you spend time talking to, you know, the holiday season is a good time to really make an appointment to sit down with him or her and to talk about the emotions or things that you're feeling. If you don't have a therapist, this is a good time of year to start thinking about establishing a relationship with one or finding other people that you can comfortably and confidentially talk about some of those feelings or emotions with. Um, the, the important thing is to not let them stay stuck. 
And again, we succumb to this idealized, I guess, kind of notion of, of, of how we should be during the holiday season. And, you know, to be quite honest, if you're stuffing down emotions and pretending to be happy or pleasant, people can often see through that. And at some point in time, those emotions or those feelings will come to the surface and they may not be at a time that you would like them to, or you may not be able to control them. <laughs> so I you know, just wanna encourage you to not stuff those emotions down, experience them, name them, you know, talk about them with someone, a professional, a confidant, and, and deal with them. And it may not be dealt with right in that moment, but again, to deal with them at some point in time and to be specific about when you will be able to, to do that. Okay, so number five, my final tip for taking care of yourself during the holiday season is to be grateful. Uh, you know, just be grateful. You know, we all have so much to be grateful for in our lives. And sometimes during the holidays, that can be overshadowed by some of the materials and materialism that we see. You know, oftentimes this time of year, we're thinking about the hottest new thing, the latest new thing that we're going to get. I really believe that social media heightens this because as we spend time scrolling through our social media feeds, we're seeing in real time gifts that people have received and we start to compare. We start to compare our lives or we start to compare our meal or we start to compare our gifts to that of others. And in doing so, we really lose sight of the things that we we have and the things that we have to be grateful for. And I think that that's really the reason for this season, you know, is to really think about um, all the things that we have, the loved ones around us, the, the victories over the past year, even if it's just the small things, the fact that we are even able to breathe air, that we're alive, is just something to be grateful for. And so this time of year, I think it's very important to be grateful and to spend time focusing on developing a mindset of gratitude. And so I would encourage you to take time to write a gratitude list. And, um, you know, one of the things that I'm planning to do this December is, you know, a 31 day challenge of just writing a gratitude list daily and really just setting my mindset to think about the things in my life that I have to be grateful for. And uh, we have to be intentional about this because it's not always intuitive and we are bombarded with so many things um, as we live our lives each day. And we're, we often, I think, can second guess ourselves and we can second guess the things that we have and we can live in a place of discontentment at times. And so I think being intentional about being grateful for what we have and really focusing on our minds on that is important. And so I encourage you to think about how you can focus on gratitude more. Maybe it is picking up a journal and journaling daily, you know, just five things, 10 things that you have to be grateful for. And they don't have to be big. Um, they're just things that, you know, m my family, um, my job, to have a job, you know, to have a, a place to live, um, just being grateful for, you know, the oak tree that you pass every day on, on the way to work, you know, whatever it is, but setting a mindset of gratitude and um, really pushing down those thoughts of um, comparison and really just materialism, I think, at times during this time of year. 
So those are my five tips on ways to take care during the holiday season. I'll recap them quickly. Number one, you know, don't abandon your daily self-care practices. Stick to them as much as possible. Number two, take financial care. Again, um, just really making sure that you're practicing financial self-care during the holiday season. Number three, just say no. Remember, no is a complete sentence. Don't be shy about using it. It's okay. Number four, don't stuff your feelings. Don't stuff your emotions. Experience them, name them, um, recognize them. And number five, be grateful. I hope you find these tips to be helpful and I wish you a happy and healthy holiday season. Thanks for tuning in to She Time. Be sure to visit shefirstproject.org backslash podcast to access the show notes for today's episode. Also, don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts or the podcast platform of your choice to subscribe, rate, and review the show. And sharing is caring, so feel free to share this episode with a friend. I love connecting with our listeners and members of the She First tribe, so be sure to like and follow the She First Project on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching She First Project. And if you have any suggestions for topics or guests you'd like to see featured on the show, please reach out to us at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at shefirstproject.org. Well, I can't wait for you to join me back here next week for another episode of She Time. Until then, take care.